Have you ever noticed that when vegans try to make food, they try to replicate normal food? I've never understood that. Like, there's such thing as a veggie burger, but what would be the opposite of that? Like, can I have some steak? Can you make it taste like broccoli or something like that? I've never, I've never heard people doing it the opposite way. to another episode of Things You Miss in Sunday School, where we talk about the lesser-known but interesting stories from the Bible and church history. My name is Spencer. <laughs> Nailed it! <laughs> I was ready, and I lived at I'm Ron. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> I'm Andrew. And I'm Kendall. We have an exhaustive list of people, places, things, ideas, and events that we have been going over one by one, and we will continue to go over one by one through the course of this entire series. This is entry number 97 from our list, and it is entitled The Daniel Diet. Okay, I'll start off. I heard this weird diet called the Chewing Diet. You know, okay. just, just get your attention right away. Yeah, you know, Chewing your, Diet. Your curiosity you chew everything. Is, is going. Some people call it the Fletcherism. Fletcherism. Yes, because in 1903, Horace Fletcher became known as the Great Masticator. Okay. Yeah. After his stunning 40-pound weight loss. So, you're thinking, I know, what was his motivation right? that, right? Yeah. yeah, okay. Well, he was denied health insurance because of his weight. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he created uh, a secret diet. And here's the way it worked. You chew each bite 32 times. That is a lot of times. Thir- with your head tilted. Like tilted down? Yeah, you got to tilt your head down. Chew 32 times, then throw your head back, and whatever goes down, it likes turn to liquid because you chewed it so many times, it'll go oh. down. Whatever doesn't go down, you have to immediately spit out. And then you take the next dot, the next bite. Another 32, 32 times. times. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Now, his motto was, nature will castigate those who don't masticate. Okay. Now, is that an awesome diet or what? Is that on his tombstone? Because that's great. (laughs) I have the tapeworm diet. The tapeworm. Back in the 1900s, before people realized tapeworms were uh, what you would call parasites, uh, (laughs) they uh, people would uh, people would swallow tapeworms in pill form, and uh, and then the I mean the best thing about the diet it's a perfect diet you eat whatever you want. I mean, that's pretty much the diets we're all on. We just eat whatever we want. Wow. Uh, but they would put this tapeworm in their body and then go about their lives just eating whatever they wanted. And the tapeworm would eat the food within them. And they would not only not they would not just stay, you know, where they were as far as weight goes. They would actually lose weight. Well, yeah. And then uh, eat and, as much as you want. Feed exactly. the tapeworm. And then when people started getting uh, seizures and dementia, <laughs> from which is not funny, it, it, it's it's uh, it's when they realize wow. it's when they realize oh these tapeworms are parasites and uh, we shouldn't put these things in our bodies. Uh, the uh, the tapeworm diet was officially banned. I was gonna say I, I think raising tapeworms or however you would farm that is uh, illegal now. Isn't it? I don't know. Yeah, I believe uh, it is. Uh, we should probably say at the top of the show that a lot of these diets, you should not try. Yeah. You should <laughs> not try these diets. Do not try at home. Okay. A lot of people probably know that uh, sumo wrestlers have a pretty hefty diet. Uh, they eat about 20,000 calories a day, but rather than spending it out over the course of the day, they eat two 10,000 calorie meals a day. So wow. twice a day they eat 10,000 calories, and that's their entire diet for the day. That's a great diet. Yeah. 
What about the uh, cotton ball? Cotton diet. ball diet. Yeah. Okay, I'm I listening. Mean, I, I mean, think about it. Zero calories. Absolutely zero, zero calories. Zero calories. Yeah, you just pop a cotton ball. And you're helping the very needed cotton industry. Absolutely. If you like the taste of nothing, it's perfect. It's, there we go. Yep. And you yep. just eat as many as you want. As many as you want. Yeah, wow. fill up. <laughs> That's all sarcastic. <laughs> Do not eat cotton balls. And if that doesn't suit your appetite, maybe try the charcoal cleanse, uh, where you <laughs> add activated charcoal to your juice. And because you can't digest the charcoal... It picks up toxins and pesticides along your digestive tract. And advocates say it improves the skin, boosts digestion, and enhances organ functioning. Gotcha. I've actually heard, um, I listen to Tim Hopkins' podcast, and he actually (laughs) talks about that a lot, uh, where that's like the secret to um, to stage performers, like how are they always healthy? I know that sometimes they get sick and stuff like that, but how are they so healthy all the time? And uh, he says his secret is that when he gets the flu or something like that or some kind of stomach bug, he'll pop activated charcoal and it, it's a natural absorbent. It, it takes the virus out. Yeah. Um, we all love to sleep. We do it a lot, right? Try to. We do. Try yeah. to. Sometimes sleep. Sleep. Sleep's good. Sometimes overrated. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, here's a diet for you. It's called the Sleeping Beauty Diet because there's one thing you can't do while you're sleeping, and that's eat. You don't eat. You don't eat while you sleep. And you know, roughly eight hours a day. It's one third of your life that mm-hmm. you're sleeping. Mm-hmm. So why not just add to it and sleep more? And the more and more you sleep, the less and less you eat. Therefore, Sleeping Beauty diet. Yeah, just just be sedated yeah. all the time. Oh, yeah, that's, sleep that's usually the pitfall of the diet is in order to sleep so much, you have to take uh, pills and stuff like that to force yourself to sleep. Yeah. And that's where it gets really negative. Plus, you're just sleeping all the time, which yeah. is uh, not really the greatest either. Uh, this one's called the Vision Diet. Vision Diet. As you definitely know, the most appetizing things are red and yellow. But think about it. McDonald's. Red and yellow. Yeah. Burger King. I mean, there's red and yellow in there. Mm-hmm. Wendy's is red. Uh, Taco Bell has red in it. I guess red and yellow are the most appetizing colors. And the food industry knows this. Really? So a lot of uh, items and a lot of advertising, a lot of red and yellow. So this diet is it's called the sunglass diet. And you put on these blue sunglasses because I guess blue is the most unappetizing color there is. Which I know you would disagree and say it's purple. I would. So yes. maybe there would be like purple sunglasses. Maybe that would be the best wow. for you. That would be. So you put on these blue sunglasses so everything looks blue and therefore unappetizing, so you eat less. Wow. I'm going to disagree because I like Culver's. Yeah. Interesting. So. Today, uh, in today's episode, we're talking about uh, the Book of Daniel, which uh, most people know the Book of Daniel. Probably the most famous story from Daniel is Daniel and the Lion's Den. Maybe a lesser known fact about Daniel is the book of Daniel's where we get the stories of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. It's in there as well. And actually in this story that we're reading today, it includes Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They're all in this one. And it's from the first chapter. So to give you a context of this story, this is during the time of exile. The Israelites have been taken over. They had judges for a little while in their history. Then they had kings for a while. And then basically their kings were not the greatest, and God's just like, all right, Babylon, Persia, take over Israel. And now uh, this is that is summarizing the Old Testament very, <laughs> very quickly. So, But uh, they get taken over by Babylon, and King Nebuchadnezzar is the king that takes over Babylon. And uh, that's where Daniel chapter 1 uh, starts off. This takes place roughly around the year 600 B.C., just to give you an idea. Mm-hmm. So King Nebs... Neb, just call him Neb. King Neb, Neb. as he uh, as he's known by his friends, is uh, is the king, and he calls for some 
quote, youths, some young people from Israel, to be taught the literature and language of the Babylonians. And uh, in fact, we're going to read it uh, from Daniel chapter 1, verses 3 through 7. Then the king ordered Ashpenaz, chief of this court officials, to bring into king ser- to bring into the king's service some of the Israelites from the royal family and the nobility, young men without any physical defect, handsome, showing aptitude for every kind of learning, well-informed, quick to understand, and qualified to serve in the king's palace. He was to teach them the language and literature of the Babylonians. The king assigned them a daily amount of food and wine from the king's table. They were to be trained for three years, and after that they were to enter the king's service. Among those who were chosen were some from Judah, Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. The chief official gave them new names. To Daniel, the name Belshazzar, (laughs) Belteshazzar, to Hananiah, Shadrach, and to Mishael, Meshach, and to Azariah, Abednego. Hold on, just for a second. I want to point out to everyone listening, this is a little side note, is the fact that we call Daniel by his Hebrew name. Yes. Okay. Yes. And uh, and the fact that you stumbled over the word yeah. just shows us that we don't like we don't talk about that they they gave them Babylonian names when they went to exile and Daniel got the the very Pokemon sounding name <laughs> Belshazzar you know he gets called that and then this guy named Hananiah gets the name Shadrach Mishael gets Meshach and Azariah gets Abednego so we call Hananiah Mishael and Azariah by their Babylonian names but not Daniel but Daniel by his Hebrew name. Because it's easier. Probably because it has that little rhyme, that little kick to it, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. But, I, you know, Hananiah, Azariah, and Mishael, that has a little rhythm to it, too. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, that's not the focus of this episode. We keep going. But Daniel resolved not to defile himself with the royal food and wine, and he asked the chief official for permission not to defile himself this way. Now God had caused the official to show favor and compassion to Daniel, but the official told Daniel, I am afraid of my lord the king, who has assigned your food and drink. Why should he see you looking worse than the other young men your age? The king would then have my head because of you. Daniel said to the guard whom the chief official had appointed over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, Please test your servants for ten days. Give us nothing but vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then compare our appearance with that of the young men who eat the royal food and treat your servants in accordance with what you see. So he agreed to this and tested them for ten days. I've heard it put this way. This is the first and last time a teenager refused to eat meat and only wanted his vegetables. First, first and last <laughs> first time. First and last time. Just give me the veggies. Just give me the veggies and water. Don't give me any of that bacon and stuff. Anyway, uh, this is verse 15. Uh, at the end of the 10 days, Daniel and his three friends, they looked healthier and better nourished than the young men who had been eating the food assigned by the king. So after that, the attendant fed them only vegetables instead of the food and wine provided for the others. God gave these four young men an, uh, an unusual aptitude for understanding every aspect of literature and wisdom, and God gave Daniel the special ability to interpret the meanings of visions and dreams. When the training period ordered by the king was completed, the chief of staff brought all the young men to King Nebuchadnezzar, and the king talked with them, and no one impressed him as much as Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. So they entered the royal service. And whenever the king consulted them in any matter requiring wisdom and balanced judgment, he, he found them ten times more capable than any of the magicians and enchanters in his entire kingdom. All right. So, basically, so they request not to eat the king's food or drink the king's wine. They just want to eat vegetables and just drink water. Of course, the, the 
first question you want to ask is why. So a couple things to point out is probably the reason why they didn't want to eat the king's meat is because they wanted to stay what uh, the Old Testament calls clean. Correct. Right. Uh, in the first five books of the Bible, the uh, Exodus and, and Leviticus and Numbers and Deuteronomy, those all have a whole bunch of laws in them and a lot about uh, how you can eat food and how you can prepare food. And obviously King Nebuchadnezzar is not not a Jew, so he has no like he does not necessarily right. abide by those uh, you know cleaning or preparation uh, rituals. So they were they were probably just they just want to say you know ceremonial ceremonially clean and not defile themselves by maybe eating food that weren't maybe eating food that wasn't prepared right or or just eating unclean food maybe what king nebuchadnezzar was offering them was pig and and uh, and uh, shellfish you know for all we know which uh, which in according to the old testament there uh, Jews aren't allowed to eat so they can't eat any bacon or lobster or anything like that and and maybe that's what king nebuchadnezzar was offering them or maybe it was a sacrifice to idols. If, if the food had been sacrificed to idols, too, then it would be considered uh, unclean or at least inappropriate to eat for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and, and Daniel. But either way, they had their own reasons. And maybe it was simply they didn't want to associate with the Babylonian culture. Uh, it is cool to point out that they do request it. They don't, like, demand it. They don't just say, no, we're not eating this meat or drinking this wine. We're only going to eat. But they do request it. They, they are uh, respectful. And uh, it is granted for a trial period yeah. of 10 days. The guy says, I forget his name, but the king's uh, uh, right-hand man or the guy in charge of this whole ordeal uh, gives him 10 days. And after 10 days, Daniel, Hananiah, Azariah, and Mishael, uh, they actually look better, it says. They looked, mm-hmm. uh, they looked fitter, and, and with, which is just from a, an all-vegetable diet, which obviously there's not a lot of protein in vegetables, but uh, they're able to look good. God provides for them, and they, mm-hmm. and they look good, and, and they have the in- intelligence as well. Uh, they look better than all the others. And so for the rest of the three years, they kept the diet. And at the end of the three years, the Bible says they were actually ten times better in wisdom and understanding than all the others. So why do you guys think this is even in this in the Bible, this little story of this these four guys who decided to get rid of the meat for three years and just eat vegetables and drink water? Well, I, th- I think Daniel, you know, he obviously had a gift from God to be able to uh, discern things. He had this wisdom. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I think probably... You know the things that you covered are, are very true, but I think a part of that was probably he, he also uh, knew and understood that God had his back, and if this was a way he could stand up to uh, uh, let God be seen, how you know how great of a God he right. was, and how powerful, and you know if you're living in God's will and staying true and obedient to what God wants you to do, God's going to take care of you. Right. So this this chapter alone might be the only chapter in the whole Bible that is actually has started a modern-day diet. I might be wrong with that, but I bet if there is, I mean, it's just one of just a couple, but this might be the only chapter in the whole Bible that has started a modern-day diet, which maybe some people listening has heard have heard of it. It's called the Daniel Fast, actually, right. or the Daniel Diet. And, I mean, people have written books about it, website, all dedicated to it. People think it's this greatest diet that, you know, they'll do it for a month or something like that. And uh, it takes a lot of commitment. Right. It takes it's a because right. when you look at this list, if you go to the website, the ultimatedanielfast.com, when you look at the website for this diet, it'd be rough. I don't know if I could do it. I, I, I've done it. Um, I, I have uh, tried this when I prepared to run some mini marathons. Really? Yeah. And how how'd that go? Uh, it went well. But, but yeah, it really did. And I, for, to me, it was good for my training. 
I always had the energy that I wanted. The only thing I included what, with, with the vegetables, what I, I did, uh, I, I included like nuts. Okay. Or peanuts and, and that type of thing as well. So. Okay. Um, but I, you know, probably I didn't do it for three years. Yeah. <laughs> well, how long? Probably, how for, for for a month or so leading percent. up to the to gotcha. the mini marathon? Okay. Well, according to the website, here's what the official website says. This is what you can eat. According to Daniel chapter one, and I should say, there's another little passage in Daniel chapter ten where he talks about uh, what he ate. Uh, he says that, it sounds weird out of context, but he says, I, Daniel, I had been in, in mourning for three whole weeks, and all that time I had eaten no rich food, no meat or wine crossed my lips. So they use that passage, and they use Daniel chapter 1. So here's what you are, you are allowed to eat, okay? You're allowed to eat any fruit you want, so that's good. That is good. All vegetables you want, mm-hmm. all whole grains that you want, and this does say you can eat all nuts and seeds, so mm-hmm. almonds, cashews, okay. stuff like that, that's okay. all good. All legumes... <laughs> okay. is, that, is that a vegan trend? Black beans, uh, black-eyed peas, stuff like that. All, quote, quality oils. Avocado oil, coconut oil, grapeseed oil, stuff like that. And here's your beverages. I love how it lists this. Distilled water, filtered water, or spring water. Yeah. <laughs> Those are your I'm three options. Water. If I wasn't out before, I am now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how many ways can we describe water? <laughs> <laughs> Distilled, filtered, or spring, your choice. Can it be hot or cold? I don't know, it doesn't say it. Probably not. Probably has to be lukewarm. Uh, you can also have like coconut milk, rice milk, soy milk, stuff like that. But here's what you need to avoid. So here's all the good stuff. Here's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> so all that sounds great. Herein lies the problem. This is where it goes down. Yeah, I'm on board so far. And then when it says foods to avoid on the Daniel Fast, all meat, gone. Yeah. No bacon, no beef, no. No eggs, no fish, no nothing, no pig, nothing. I love that it lists buffalo specifically. <laughs> it does say buffalo on the list because that's no. oh, that's in our you know grocery stores. Well, no there was a B Dubs back then, right? I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 it was a buffalo, buffalo wild wings. Exactly. I mean, how could you enjoy some fresh carrot sticks on some buffalo sauce? Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, no meat or animal products at all. So again, no eggs either. Uh, no dairy products. So no butter, no cheese, no cream, milk, no yogurt, and all sweeteners, any kind of sugar, out the door. And no kind of bread, no bread. Mm, that's tough, too. That'd be a rough one. Yeah, tough. And all refined and processed food products, so no artificial yeah. stuff, yeah. no deep fried foods. No McDonald's. No margarine, no <laughs> solid fats, and it says beverages, and it gives a whole list of beverages, but it already said the beverages you can't have. Yeah, so yeah. It's water. water. Yeah. If it's not water, it's not okay. I don't have to question anyone's judgment that actually tried this diet for a long period of time. Be careful. <laughs> it would be rough <laughs> to do it for more than just, I think that's why they call it a Daniel fast, because like a yeah. fast is something yeah. you do temporarily. Yeah. A Daniel diet makes 21 it sound, days. 21 Let's days. Let's do it. I'm right. challenging you guys. Let's do it for 21 days. No. You do realize we're three blocks Run. of Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Run. Run. Ron's not here. I challenge Ron. <laughs> yeah. It's like the, the ice bucket Daniel challenge. fast. <laughs> That'd be great. Ron, if you're listening, and I know you are, uh, you're here with us in spirit. Uh, you are now on the Daniel Fast, yes. so put that hamburger down. 21 days. <laughs> Stop eating the hamburger and uh, only eat uh, what you're allowed to eat on the Daniel Fast. All I can say is I tried the no-carb diet, and I lasted one meal before I gave up on it. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't do that. I thought it would sound great. You know, just eat. I love meat. I'll eat meat all the time. You know, eat all this meat you want. But after you, you realize how much you love bread and how much you love um, <laughs> potatoes. potatoes and all that stuff, and you're just like, I don't want 
another thing of chicken. Just give me some garlic bread or something. And that concludes this episode, entry number 97, The Daniel Diet. We're ministers at East Columbus Christian Church in Columbus, Indiana. Of course, we invite you to our services on Sunday morning at 8.30 and 10.45. We have Sunday school in between. There's children's church services during the, um, those times as well. We have a Sunday evening service at 6 p.m. Uh, we have youth, youth and children's groups meet on Wednesday nights with a meal at 6 and then a lesson following around 6.30. Uh, feel free to contact us at missinsundayschool at gmail.com. It's a real web, it's a real email address. Feel free to email us at, at that. And, uh, and as always, don't take our word for it. Take God's word for it. Catch you later. See y'all. Deuces.